and welcome to Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 167. It's going to be a doozy, so I'm going to be here cracking a cold one with the boys. There we go. And yeah, the boys are back in town. Are we? And not the cool boys from Amazon, which uh, <laughs> Charlie's a big fan of. Did you watch it yet? Not yet. It's on my list, but I want to watch it with Mandy, so I- I'm I'm holding off. Man, you should watch but it. But my coworker, my coworker has watched it, and he said it's it's fucking good. Yeah, it is. Obviously, you said it's good. And it is. Yeah. Other than your thoughts on Pop Tarts, I do believe a lot of the stuff you recommend. So when it comes <laughs> to TV, we're in agreement. Yes, we are. But yes, hello everyone. Yes, we are back. Wicked Awesome Cast One Sixty Seven. Uh, I am it's not Alex. So much AK. back as we're just returning as normal. Like we're there's back. no hiatus or anything. Yeah. Okay. Look, <laughs> this is a PR thing. We're building hype to come back every week. This is how we do it, Charlie. This is how we do it, man. Please share this podcast with people you think might like it and/or friends. Uh. Yes. Is that yeah. what we're doing uh, now? I, I am Alex, aka Mave Online. And I'm joined here today with uh, the other boys, if you will, uh, Charlie. Charlie. Wow. Okay. Well, what was it like a two minutes into the podcast and I already fucked that up? Yeah, it's so. not your record yet, but yeah. So yeah, Charlie, aka uh, Mordak Undivided, used to be Mord 4K. Uh, for you guys looking at your friends list, you can no longer see a Mord 4K, Mordak Undivided. I have yet to notice any problems with that, by the way. It's except for my clan uses kind of a poll system for our nicknames on Discord, mm-hmm. and it seems to have fucked with that. But also, I'm still the only Mordak in the clan, so it's like, oh, this asshole yeah. got it. There you go. And, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Henry, a.k.a. Nomad Har, a.k.a. Kraken Zero, the man with two names. Hello, hello. Yeah. So, we have a lot to cover. Uh, there's, this was a doozy. There's a lot of stuff going on this week, and unfortunately, it's not all. Start off news. kind of so good, and then not so good. Yeah. Like, so... Evo got overshadowed in a significant way. Yeah, yeah, which is just kind of a... Yeah. But uh, we will focus on some of the good news and stuff that came out this week. Uh, of course, we will also, because the news, uh, we gotta, you got to say it as it is, there's some stuff out here that's not exactly on the good side, but no. we are going to talk about it and share our thoughts. Um, but yeah, before we do that, though, let's talk about our week, gents. Uh, I guess uh, I'll go. Well, actually, Charlie, you go. Yeah, I'll kick it off. Why not? I, uh, in addition to playing, uh, still a lot of uh, Destiny. I've now successfully played every raid in the game. I kind of know every raid in the game. I've been raiding hard in that game. I, I also played the other incredibly hot loot shooter out there right now. No, I'm not talking about Warframe or the Division. I, I'm talking about Anthem. That update oh. came out for Anthem. Really? I have uninstalled radar, I Anthem again. <laughs> you installed it? I installed it to uninstall it, essentially. Uh, it's uh, So the Cataclysm event finally came out. I think we're at, like, what, three months too late now for that thing when it was supposed to come out initially? Uh, it is... Okay, like, in, in the same way that I, th- I have always thought the kind of free-roam patrol mode for that game when compared to Destiny or even the Divisions version of the Free Roam Patrol mode, is the best, partially because you're in a fucking Iron Man armor, and partially because <laughs> the way the missions for that thing feel, you feel like you're on patrol. 
I don't hate the cataclysm. Like, so you go into a storm, the kind of public events are different, stuff's popping off, like, every couple of minutes kind of thing. There's stuff for you to do. You're flying around. You're extending a timer or whatever to do the cataclysm. It's... I, I, I will go back to... There are parts of that game I think are really cool. I am... like. There's no one part of that game except the lack of shit to do at this point that I think is bad. Like, I, I think the combat in that game is still fun. The being in a goddamn Iron Man armor is, like, one of the best things you can do in a loot shooter because it opens well. Like, they added some cool stuff. There's a couple new weapons. There's, like, melee mods so you can actually change what element your melee attacks are, which is cool. I, I Again, like, I, I like Anthem. I wish Anthem was better. I wish the reason for me to play Anthem. But, yeah, like, I, it's... It'd be cool if they did more with that game. I think this is the last we're going to hear anything about that game ever, but what the fuck do I know? I, Yeah, I, I think that's all I have to say on Anthem, unfortunately. <laughs> Which is weird, because like, I went into the uh, Cataclysm update being like, here we go again. Prepare to be disappointed. It came out, I'm like, man, that didn't suck, but it wasn't good enough for me to care about this game anymore, I don't think. I've been giving you rope until this point, and you've successfully hung yourself. But also in the same weirdest way, maybe just kind of the resurgence of people coming back to check that thing out. I, mm -hmm. their, like Matchmaking didn't take for it. Like I, I'm playing on PC. Matchmaking seemed actually weirdly fine. Like I was expecting it to be impossibly long. It, it didn't totally suck. But yeah, I that thing's a goddamn ghost town. At least, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anecdotally, I've heard it's more of a ghost town. I did not experience the full-on ghost town, but yeah, don't know. Um, uh, but beyond that, I got eight years older. I am I'm now officially still the youngest person on this podcast, though. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the club, old man. I've, I hope you look forward to everything hurting. I, <laughs> I, in typical fashion, my celebrate my birthday by kind of ignoring it's my birthday. I, it's I, me and my fiance got Russian food and. Not for dinner and stuff like that, but we did. Uh, we also went to the void, though. Now, two of the three members of this podcast have been through the void. I did the Star Wars thing, and that thing is fucking rad. Yeah, right. Yeah, the the Star Wars thing is cool because they give you like a physical. You're in stormtrooper armor, and they give you a physical gun, and you shoot other stormtroopers. I, it's it's pretty goddamn cool. But so probably the funniest moment from that entire from that entire thing, like unintentional hilarity happens in that thing. The best of which is that uh, my fiance is a foot shorter than I am. And mm. the way the stormtrooper thing works is when you're looking at someone, they show up as a stormtrooper, but they just scale a stormtrooper down to the correct height for that person. So take a stormtrooper, like a normal, like what? It's like we'll call it five foot ten stormtrooper, and scale that down so they're now a five foot one, five foot stormtrooper. <laughs> it is the fucking funniest thing in the world just my brain's going like you're awfully short to be a stormtrooper <laughs> it's like this tiny like child stormtrooper next to you and i thought it was fucking hilarious like, i'm waving the storm like like i think i recover this but like the game the, the thing tracks your hands and like i'm waving a stormtrooper hand above the head of another stormtrooper being like this is fucking nuts <laughs> yeah it's i the Nicodermis thing sounded cool. I like shooting things, so I did the Stormtrooper one. It's real cool. Uh, it's 
they do some real cool 4D effects. Like you fight a lava monster at one point, and it it gets warm. I I want to spend some hours just looking at kind of that whole harness tech thing they have for the VR equipment, just because it's yeah, it's it's impressive. Uh, Every really part of the void is impressive. The backpack headset system, I think, is the most impressive out of all of it, just because like there are so many considerations taken into making that part of the experience feel good. Like I'd like I'm not sure if Henry talked about this much, and this is part I found fun interesting from a kind of theme park designer standpoint. They don't make you pull on the backpack. Like it's on a hook hanging from the ceiling. They can like lower down and you like kind of slip into it and then like it already has extenders built into that shit like it fits so goddamn well and the way it's designed means it can fit someone like henry who is like half as big as i am or me in the same vest incredibly comfortably like after two seconds i forgot i was wearing the vest like the, the whole yeah. thing before like and it's not light like it's the, probably the entire setup probably weighs like it's like having a five ten pound backpack on your back mm-hmm. never takes something like that like but you forget it's there. Like I can't make RV helmets go away, but like it's a stormtrooper helmet, so like having peripheral vision plastic didn't bug me that much. It kind of made a certain amount of sense. I I was unbelievably impressed. As someone who's kind of historically eh when it comes to VR, just because it doesn't quite work so well for me, I was just I was floored by how well the void did. It was incredibly cool. And it's not even that expensive. Yeah. I mean, that, that it's, like, really cheap. I mean, I think it's amazingly cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap it was. Oh, yeah, no, there, there's a very decent chance that when, um, Alex, you're down here and Jeff is in town for my wedding, I'm going to drag you and you two and Henry to this thing because it feels like a thing that SWS should all do as a squad of four um, stormtroopers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have not done the Stormtrooper one, so I'm I'm interested in checking that yeah, one out. Yeah, it's I'm a big fat chicken when it comes to horror video games. I like I like I, I, the idea of doing the Nicodermus one appeals to me, but the idea of also doing VR horror game thing for my birthday seems like just a poor choice. Yeah, it's it's actually terrifying. Yeah, I, I mean, it's straight up terrifying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I that's been about it. I've been playing lots of Destiny still. I there are a couple games coming on the horizon. I'm like, I'm gonna play that when it comes out. Like I think, um, I think Rogue, I think, I think Rogue Galaxy launches this week, which I'm super excited for. Starfinder Light, as I like to call it in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so what have you two been up to? Um, let's see. So obviously, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've still been playing WoW. So. That's the thing. We finally got four out of eight uh, Mythic right now. We got a good Ashbane kill yesterday, uh, actually. So that's hot off the press, if you will. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been enjoying this tier, and it's really interesting transitioning from a like melee like raider for all of my raiding career to a ranged character. Mm. It's been a really interesting transition for me. So, you gotta um, finally step up and become a hunter. No, I'm, well, I'm a elemental shaman right now, but I do have a hunter fully leveled up now. I just need to gear it. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. Real men Getting play used... hunters in, in classic. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck with classic. I, you I should come fuck with classic with me. I don't care about classic. I'll do it only if you guys are jumping on board. But other I than will that, come back and play classic. classic for a week. 
classic on my own. Yeah, hard to pass. So, hand me um, some boars. Yeah, <laughs> get dead zoned by them boars. Oh yeah, that's right. The hunter dead zone's a thing back in classic. <laughs> and remember, all gear is hunter gear. Yes, one hundred percent. Got yeah. high end. I need this gear. It's got high strength. I need this gear. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, my PC parts have finally arrived. Ooh! So I look forward to assembling my new PC this week. Are they resting safe? Uh, uh careful, uh, safely, I guess, in the um sacred uh, anti-static zone. They're in their boxes in the living room. <laughs> well, Lottie Dot, Mister, I don't have a weird sacrificial altar. I put, I place my computer parts on for putting them together. Me, 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 me. I work in IT and don't have a sense of whimsy. I have a small apartment. I don't have the luxury of a dedicated... You make space for important things, Alex. I do, and right now I don't have space for that. So, Have you started um, taunting your old computer with your new computer parts yet? Well, I'm going to rip parts away from my old machine to put into the new machine. That's so in a way, it'll feeling. be there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to move over die, my hard drive. So you may live. Yeah. Move over a couple hard drives. Uh, what was it? Hard drives, video card, maybe some fans. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. But since I did buy those nice-ass Noctuas. You can never have too many fans. True. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to putting that together this, uh, actually, later today. I should hopefully get that started. So, yeah. Um, what build number is this for you? This is, um, let's see, what's the name of this computer? Because I usually name them. <laughs> so my current computer's name is 011. So this is the third build I've done Okay. for myself. Um, yeah, so this is 011. Uh, I did consider calling this one like 100 for the fourth build. Uh, but no, no, zero one one. This is the this is the fourth build already. This will be my fifth one. Mm. Yeah, because one zero zero in in binary would be five, I believe. Am I wrong? Anybody want no, to confirm be, that one for me? It'll be one zero zero one to be five. Oh, okay, one zero zero one. Okay, well, yeah. So I got to figure that one out. But yeah, I think it's either my fourth or fifth build. Gotcha. But I. I since this is a Ryzen uh, PC build, I figured I'd call my new computer Bad Moon Ryzen. I'm impressed you didn't go with some Phoenix reference. No, Phoenix reference would be all right, but I like the idea of using the Ryzen processor name and just going with the uh, the reference to uh, was it CCR? No. Hold on, uh, uh, five is one zero one. Yeah, one zero one zero one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think I'm gonna just go with Bad Moon Rising, so <laughs> that'll be my build name. Yeah, I just go like Lilith 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, I've always tried to come up with clever names for each. Oh no! Uh, it, th- th- this stems back from the joke of back in high school where it's like you date your girl, can't give it a fucking girl's name now, so it's a little less weird about how much time I'm spending with it. Hmm. True. Touche. And it's been Lilith ever since. <laughs> um yeah so as far as the pc side that's pretty much oh actually there's one other thing oddly enough i've been enjoying more brawlhalla recently 
Mm. Why? Brawlhalla. I like Brawlhalla, and I don't own a Switch. Fair. So, um, but no, like, I don't know if you guys saw recently, but I guess somehow Brawlhalla got a, like, cross-licensing deal with the WWE. So I did they- not know about this. I did. Um, I actually played Brawlhalla just last night with a friend on the Switch, so that's how I know. Tell me, yeah. is Stone Cold Steve Austin now in a um, party fighting game? No, it's it's all the uh, it's all the modern stars. Is Seth Rollins now in a party fighting game? I think he's one of them. Does he have I, the it, curb stomp? It is. It is. It is. Uh, John Cena and uh, Becky Lynch. Okay. And I forget who else. I think. I think. I think Rollins. If, yeah, if it, Rollins it's... is in the game, I will change my opinion of that game almost instantly. Uh, Temporarily, no, of it's... course. Uh, it's The Rock. Oh, yeah. That makes hold sense. On, hold on. Let's see. It's, I can tell you exactly who it is. It's The Rock. It's uh, John Cena, Becky Lynch, and then Xavier Woods. Good pulls for okay. the last one, especially. But I... Okay, that makes yeah. that all makes a lot of sense. The most Some of the most popular ones, the champions, and... Woods being a gamer. Yeah, like a he has up. that gaming channel. He's a big yeah. FGC guy, too, Yes. Actually. Yep. So, but yeah, um, they're all in there, and there's actually a, there's a WWE-themed game mode, which I haven't done yet, and you can buy a, uh, <laughs> a WWE-themed Brawlhalla map. So, I thought that was kind of cool. What does the map do in Brawlhalla? It's just a it's just like a, a stage. I thought I thought the um first thing you said was a stage. It's just a stage. Sorry, gotcha. yeah. But yeah, um, it's kind of nifty. They 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 don't have unique move sets, so if you're thinking of that, it's not going to be the case. They all kind of the same grappler moves. Well, no, they um they they're supposed to mimic some of the actual original cast gotcha. of the game. So it's not like you have an unfair advantage of some stupid bullshit ass like, overpowered character you bought. It's basically just a copy of that. So That's less cool. Basically, it's like a skin, I assume. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the Terminator skin in um, Death Guard, where it's like, yeah, you're the poacher. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, I've been uh, having fun playing Let that. me know when they add Stone Cold or uh, Seth Rollins. Then I'll be excited. It'd be overpowered. He'd just Stone Cold stun everyone off the map. One hit every time. I- I see no problem with this. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I've been playing a little bit of Brawlhalla in between doing WoW stuff. Cause I, I, as much as I like grinding stuff out in that game and working on stuff, there's the occasional point where you hit that yeah. burnout level. Yeah. And so, just to keep it fresh, I've been doing Brawlhalla because it's quick rounds. Uh, we'll probably jump into Destiny more now that, like, neck level and some of the stuff oh, I need to farm. So, crossplay comes, I think it's like August... 20th or something, which means mm. I will be on the PC. I've tested to make sure gotcha. it runs. I, so because of that whole delay with um, Shadowkeep, uh, crossplay is coming towards the end of August. I think it's the 20th. I could be wrong about that. And mm. there will be crossplay on Battle.net and not, not crossplay, cross-save. There'll be cross-save on Battle.net for a little bit and then the move to PC happens, I think, sometime in September, if I remember correctly. It's so easy a Titan can do it. You'll just kind of Go to the other platform and your stuff will be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Real good. Um, and then the actual Shadow Keep comes out. Gotcha. Yeah. But yes, I will be returning to PC in the nearish future. Noise. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm excited. So I, I'm I'm excited too. I look forward to coming back for that, especially now that I'll I'll have my new build going. Things will run a little bit better. And I have so much gear you're gonna want. <laughs> Although I do need to make sure that the everything's patched up because from what I remember, when the new Ryzen processors came out, Destiny Two wouldn't launch on them. Huh. So there was mm. an issue with that early on. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's been fixed as far as I know, but I got to make sure everything's downloaded properly. Make sure it's work. Yeah, that should be something you make sure works. That would suck. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Alex, we're gonna play game. today. Where are you, Alex? Updating drivers. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. I don't even think it was a driver thing. I think it was just the way it, the processor would handle the game. It's huh. the way memory's allocated or something weird like that. And, yeah, it's been fixed, but yeah, it was. I remember reading about it on the Destiny 2 subreddit and the AMD subreddit, actually. But yes, it has been fixed. Um, sorry. Uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite has actually been my mobile getaway. Yeah, Jen's been playing a shit ton of that thing still, too. Yeah, I'm, I like Pokemon Go is okay, but like I'm enjoying just as little more things to do in Harry Potter. And uh, yeah, so... Working my way up that game right now. Uh, I don't do my stuff daily, but for the most part, I do a good amount here and there. So it's just frustrating when you burn like 10 energy on something that just departs anyway. Uh, it's, That's a crock of shit. Yeah, anyway. her outrage levels at that game are a little bit higher than they ever were at Pokemon Go. Yeah, so it's I've been enjoying that too, actually. Um, he's uh, At Harry Potter, he's got some good stuff going on. Yeah, overall, that's been my mobile fix. Um, outside in the real world stuff, I went to... So I saw this posting about an event going on in, in downtown Portland uh, for a Harry Potter art exhibit thing or whatever. Oh, never go to one oh. of those. I went. It, I actually had a good time. It was uh, some of the artists who were there are actually like licensed Disney... Uh, okay, that's... Harry Potter... Uh, Go ahead, sorry. Uh, there used to be one in here. Uh, there used to be a couple. I think there still are in LA that are not officially licensed ones, and they are fascinating. Yeah. No. The these guys, like the the artists that were doing the event, they're actually officially licensed by Disney to do Disney related artwork. Uh, so there's a ton of Marvel. It was it was more than just Harry Potter. It was actually just like a Marvel, DC, like comics and all that stuff, and um. There were some pretty cool pieces of art that I found there, um, and I actually bought some prints. So, uh, what did I get? I got, I got a print that I'm gonna put in my bathroom, and it's Boba Fett taking a shit. Okay. Uh, but it's like a side shot, and I think he's like reading some like, oh, he's reading Harry Potter, and so it's yeah, <laughs> it's just. A, <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, it's just this nice little In a galaxy thing. a long time ago. Yeah. I butchered that quote. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's a nice little nifty thing there. And then I almost bought another piece that was Star Wars related, and it was, um, what's that cover album from the Beatles where they're walking across the street? Abbey Road. Yes, it's Abbey Road, but instead it was Darth Vader, a Stormtrooper, uh, Darth Sidious, and Boba Fett doing the Abbey Road walk. Um, and in the background, you can see, like, some TIE fighters and, like, a nice depiction of the Death Star. So it was, like, almost shot for shot for it, but it, it just obviously was Star Wars themed. I was I was going to pick that one up originally as my second pick, 
But then I saw this really cool, like, version of, like, the DeLorean uh, on a table. And I was like, oh, swapping. And I grabbed the DeLorean one just because I love uh, Back to the Future a lot. So, but, yeah. So, I think Mandy got some other pieces there. We got some Harry Potter-related pieces over there. But, um, yeah, it was a nice little show. It was smaller than I thought because I'd never been to one of these kind of events before. But it was a little bit smaller. But it was, um, it was nice to go out and enjoy a little bit of a... Sunshine, and then I was like, "All right, back to my cave, and where I can hide here, if you will." So, um, yeah, that's pretty much been it for me. I don't have anything else uh, to cover, as far as I know. That's that's been uh, that's been my day or my week. You're all over the place this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Henry. All right, so I played a couple of games. Oh. I played some Slay the Spire. Uh, I've been playing with mods more recently because, I mean, I've gotten to a point where it's just like, I, I've kind of figured out how the main three characters work. It's, Sorry, ba it's, back up a step. What does a mod for Slay the Spire do? Well, all right, so the one I'm, well, the one I'm using right now adds another character. Ah. And so I'm playing, I've been using one called The Cursed. And so the cursed mod is really cool. Essentially, what it allows it 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 revolves around the curse cards that you can get in your deck, and all, all of its powers revolve around that. <clears throat> Introduces one new power. Um, I forget the exact name of it, but essentially, you can unlock an additional ability on a card if you if you you if you burn one of the one of the curse cards in your hand. Mm. Uh, but the card anyway requires you to basically get rid of a card anyways but if it's a curse card you get rid of then it actually activates an additional property for it, for it such as doing additional damage or giving you another turn or drawing cards or something like that it has some other things that will just burn curse cards in general, like it'll just discard or burn them, like get rid of them completely. And yeah, it's just, it's a really cool deck to play, or a really cool set of cards to play with, because it is, I mean, the thing is, there wasn't anything, I mean, the curse cards were just kind of sit in your deck, you know, and they're just frustrating, but the cursed mod gives you a character that can actually utilize them, and it actually makes sense to have more curses in your deck. and. And to have certain cards that, like, when you use them, they'll put a curse into your hand in case you need one. Because there's another, like, one of the cards will do damage for each curse card in your hand. It'll do, like, a certain amount of damage, so it'll, like, do eight damage per curse card in your hand. And so if you have some other cards in your hand that will put more cursed cards in your hand, that'll help out with that. So it's it's definitely, yeah, I like, I like I, it uses... It works within the existing rules, and well, and yeah, it's a really cool mod to it. So I've been having fun with that. But uh, yeah, there's most of the mods that I uh, that I'm interested in are extra character mods. I played one that uh, that was a Sailor Moon one, but it's really difficult. It relies heavily on card combos and cards, playing cards in a very particular order. So that one's actually pretty tough. But in any case, yeah. <clears throat> I like that apparently it's pretty easily moddable, so that's pretty cool. 
Alright, so I also played... I picked up a game called The Bridge. I actually picked it up a few weeks ago, but I started playing it this week. And it is a puzzle game. Mm. It is a, a side-scroller puzzle game. It's very M.C. Escher-inspired. And so all the levels have this... Definitely the, the look and feel of an M.C. MC Escher print. And... Go on. Most of it, most of it involves turning around the whole world, so gravity remains always downwards, and so you spin the world around the character. What and was the character this game called again? The bridge. But yeah, you spin the level around your character, and and you move your character as well. So you have two controls. You have one control that <clears throat> moves your character around, and then another control that moves the entire level. It spins the entire level around. <clears throat> so that one's... <clears throat> that one's been uh, pretty challenging, to be honest. Yeah, I, I like the challenge, though. I mean, I mean, it's not... I, I haven't played through it. I haven't played all the way through it yet. But it's challenging enough to... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, like it, I like it a lot so far. And it's introducing new elements... Slowly, and so it doesn't feel like you're hopping in, and all of a sudden it's overwhelming. It it slowly ramps up the difficulty, and so that's that's pretty nice. But yeah, I'm yeah I've been enjoying that game. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I haven't really been up to a whole lot. Watch a few shows. Still watching Legion. Legion is still super super awesome. There again, I just don't want to talk too much about it yeah. because. It's just it's a it's a show that's especially ruined by spoilers. Like it just it's just one of those shows. But yeah, Legion is fantastic. Still watching the last well, as far as I know, the last season of My Little Pony. And uh not too long ago, uh Weird Al Yankovic's uh his uh pony made a reappearance, and so that was cool. He has a pony. He is a pony named Cheese Sandwich, and so, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. I honestly haven't been up to too much. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a quiet week for me, I guess, yeah. for the most part. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually watch Evo. I I don't know. I guess I didn't oh, either. Ultimately. I had thought about it. There's a couple of things that a couple of the things I a couple of the games I wanted to see, but uh, yeah, I just didn't really watch it this this year. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of it for me. I guess yeah, I just didn't have a whole lot going on this week and didn't play that. They, I mainly only played two games. It's but I played a lot of both. I'll say that as I someone who's been only playing one game now for several weeks, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. That's I guess that's pretty much it for me. All right, uh, I think that's news. That's then, everyone, yeah. should we news time? Yeah. All right, we're gonna start off this week with our controversial. Seems like the wrong word, but unfortunately, it is because that's what we live in, and saddest and kind of. In some ways, most news news of the stuff we often cover here. Like, we, we have some other kind of news-esque stuff, but 
this goes beyond kind of the typical gaming space of what we normally talk about. I, we're, we're not CNN or some other actual news outlet kind of thing. Like, we're not here to inform you. We're here to mostly entertain you and talk about video game shit. Stuff that, while we care a great deal about in the grand spectrum of things, is not that important. Except when it bisects with shit that really is important. And uh, you live outside the U.S., thank you for listening. Uh, you may not be familiar with what happened. Uh, Literally, like, last weekend plus, like, literally last weekend, we were still getting details about the most recent round. And I use the word round here quite literally because we got back-to-back mass shootings here in the U.S. And once again, kind of in reaction to this, we, like, made it less than 12 hours before someone was out there claiming it was, once again, video games' fault for the mass shootings. And the general reaction to it this time around has been kind of an interesting one. We've had stuff fall on both sides of going along with that and calling it horseshit. I think it was like Reggie, um, Reggie of Nintendo America fame got out there and posted a variety of graphs, you know, they're official that basically show video game revenue and popularity in a variety of countries that don't have mass shootings as an effort to combat this, all the typical studies that say, hey, this isn't a thing, resurfaced. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, you had, and you may have already heard about this, and half of it's true and half of it's not, so we're going to try and break that down some here. Walmart, uh, there was rumor going on that Walmart was kind of pulling all of its violent games from the store. They weren't doing that. They pulled on all the advertisements, which not all Walmarts, but a significant number of the Walmarts in the U.S. do indeed sell guns. Typically, the gun section yeah. is right and next so to they, the voice section. They left, they left the fucking guns on the shelves, yes. Let's pull violent ads, but leave the actual weapons on the fucking shelf. Well, so, and this actually How? came after, and th- th- this was kind of the more fucked up part of it, a bunch of Walmart employees were, I think, playing on staging, like, a, a walkout or, like, a strike day or something in an effort yep. to get the guns pulled from the store, and Walmart kind of came out hard against that, being like, you do this, we fire you. Yep. What? Walmart doing shady shit like that? Yeah. yeah. What? Color I'm me shocked. fucking surprised. They're such a moral bastion I, of morals. I, I, the dress code required to enter one of their stores should tell you everything you need to know about those stores. But it just, it just, it just blows my fucking mind that we're on this again. Yep. That, and, and they're, they're just grasping at straws once again to try to not regulate guns like every other peaceful country does. Yep. It's like, Every country has video games. As a matter of fact, some countries have a they play more South video games Korea. than we do. South Korea being one of them, definitely. And they, none of them have mass shooter problems. Yeah. And I, I just want to throw this in as well. Like they're also you know going with oh it's mental health. Well, let's none. They've actually done studies. None of these mass shooters have been found to be have any mental health problems. And there again. Every country has people with psychological issues. Only one has a mass shooter problem. But so, guys, if you take the guns away, they'll just use knives. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, you, you may have missed this, but like the day after the shootings, we had a knife spree go through LA. Turns out it's yep. way harder to kill more people with knives than people think. Yep. Yeah, so it's I'm just... they're not and, dangerous, but... And you know what? We have, there's actually several knives that are banned. Like, you can't get a Bowie knife in most states. 
because it has a double-edged blade. Or it's something having to do with that. You can't get butterfly knives. You can't get a switchblade, at least not a uh, straight-out. You can get these side-lock switchblades, but not the straight-out switchblades. There's just... But, yeah, but it, it's just... It's the most ridiculous thing that they go to video games again. That it... it, it no, the studies at most have been inconclusive and sometimes showing an increase in aggression as far as on a test you know, or a survey that people fill out after playing a game before and after and but it's like sports sports obviously causes way way more aggression i mean you know we have actual riots happening because of sports so i mean this whole i'm, I'm sick of the whole uh, it's it's just a smokescreen it's and, and I hope more people are waking up to the fact that it's an obvious smokescreen. It's an obvious trying to get around dealing with the actual problem. They keep pointing in every direction but actual guns. And I, and I think Walmart pulling the in-store ads for games and leaving guns on the shelves is a perfect example of literally not doing the thing that needs to be done, of completely ignoring the actual problem. It's just I'm, I, I, I don't even have words to describe just how much it blows my mind again, and it's also makes me very, very angry that it's likely nothing will get done, that no laws, no regulations will be passed, and that some people think that their guns are worth more than lives. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm a little more jaded by the situation and it's something that I saw and it just really kind of opened my eyes in the situation. I was like, look, when a bunch of school kids got shot in elementary school mm -hmm. and nothing happened, Sandy Hook is not going to do shit about it. Yeah. Columbine, Sandy Hook. I mean, no, not even like, not even Columbine. Like that was just kind of the start of it. Like yeah, the Colin. fact that elementary school kids got shot yep. at Sandy Hook mm -hmm. and everyone made it an issue about something else and did absolutely nothing made me realize this country genuinely does not give a fuck about doing that kind of stuff so it's just another round of shootings and we're just like oh well shit it happened again it's just very much like that onion article that every time there's a mass shooting they just update the article with the names it's literally a copy and paste yep of of the same article they just replaced the location and this and that yeah no, i'm a lot more jaded in that sense now unfortunately and i hate to be jaded about things but yeah. yeah, when when this country officially did nothing when a bunch of school kids got shot, this country is not ever going to do a damn thing unless something radically changes. We're not going to do a damn thing. Oh, but and we we're did okay do it. a thing. ESPN and ABC delayed a uh, kind of predated broadcast of an Apex Legend tournament because that was the problem. Yep, we did it, boys. We fixed it. <sighs> we got video games on TVs that cover sports and then off TVs that cover sports. Handshakes, everybody. We Handshakes fixed gun all. violence. I just, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's beyond even my ability to really talk that much about it or else I'd talk forever about it. Yeah. Like, you, you, like banning guns is, is such a stretch. That will never happen. That's that, and that's literally what no country has done. Like no modern democratic country has has a complete ban on guns. Japan, you can buy a gun. Australia, you can buy a gun. 
Germany, you can buy a gun. But you know what you, it, you know what they do? There's well, like there's all sorts of mental health checks. I mean, to, you know, because that might be an issue. That's more for the cases of suicide, more than anything. Um, yeah. There's there's excessive licensing, like or not excessive, but but good licensing requirements. All sorts of and bans on certain types of dumb guns that nobody needs. And yeah, it's it's worked literally everywhere else. But I mean. But yeah, but there's no complete gun bans. You you want a gun, you can still get a gun in Australia, England, all, any of these places that don't have mass shooter problems. It like in Japan, you have to account for every single bullet. I I think I think it was Chris Rock that said, "Make each bullet a thousand dollars, and we'll and you'll see gun crime go way down." And you know what? I think that's a great idea. If each bullet is a thousand dollars but but yeah here we are yep like i said unfortunately i want to be i want to be upset about it more but unfortunately i've reached a certain point of just being jaded sure. about the situation a couple of years ago so mm-hmm. <sighs> but this is the reality of where we live so yep but hey that gta 5 yep it's not being displayed on the shelves, boys. We did it. We did it. Because oh. I remember when fucking John Wilkes Booth lost a game of Fortnite, lost his shit, killed the president. That's what happened. That's yeah. what exactly what happened. Was... I remember when Hitler lost a round of Tetris no, Battle Royale. Less... No, 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 no. It's going to end this one here. Yeah. Evil happened. Yeah. Evo, Evo, 2019 um, happened. So let's uh, let's go a little bit over the Evo results. Let's do well. the winners, and then we'll do the announcements. How about? Yeah, that works for me. Um, okay, so as far as Evo results, let's see what we've got going on here. So uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, a uh, guy named MK Leo won using uh, Joker. So we anime boys. Mm. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate was won by MK Leo, so congrats to him. Uh, Street Fighter V, Bon Chan took it uh, this year over a guy named Big Bird. So good for Bon Chan. I don't know if he's won an Evo before. Hmm. I believe he did, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I believe Bon Chan did. I believe also Bon Chan a couple years ago was the one who won it using a PlayStation 1 controller. What? What? Yeah, like not Street Fighter Five, but it was Street Fighter Four, and they had it. Oh, he's he the French dude. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Bon Chen is the French, the French dude who plays with the PS One pad. Yeah, that's so. crazy. Yeah, dude, with like nine okay, adapters. Little... It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, and it's got to be good adapters because you've got to make sure to account for the input lag and the uh, you know, all that jazz. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. The the finals look pretty good. Actually, pretty surprising. Like some of the big names were eliminated pretty early on. Like Knuckle Dew lost. That's what 17. I want to see. In all honesty, I want to see a bunch of upsets. Like I, as much as I enjoy that Daigo still shows up, the fact that Daigo did not make top five, as best I can tell, makes me happy. Daigo did not make top yeah. five. No. Yeah. Uh, so like people like the big names like Fudo, Momochi. Yeah. Uh, Phenom, ninth place. Nemo, thirteenth. Problem X, last year's Evo champion, thirteenth. 
Uh, Knuckle do 17th PG, or well, he used to be PG, but now he's in Rec Punk. Uh, he's gone. He was actually, I want to say two years ago, he was second place Evo, and it's, I think, the closest a U.S. contender has ever gotten to winning Evo. Um, so, and it's funny because I think that was, who was that? He plays Akuma. But I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Uh, damn it. Oh, well. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Tokido. Guess where Tokido, Tokido was two years ago, Street Fighter V champ. You know where he ended up this where? year? 49th. Yeah. Wow. Upset, yeah. bitches. Punko, Gamer B, like all the big names. K Brad, 49th, like down there. So, uh, yeah, it just comes to show you, like, there's, there's a lot of new, new blood in the, uh, in the field out there and it's it's cool because you see some pretty cool like uh some pretty cool upsets so shout outs you know congratulations to bon Chan on that one uh tekken 7 we've got a uh, arslan ash who actually i believe was from pakistan mm. uh cool. so I, I yeah apparently um <laughs> arslan is a was it arslan yeah pakistani fighting games uh player so, so this was a bigger story than that. So because of the dude's location, he didn't have a ton of experience playing against other high-ranking players. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, it's of his quite region, a big, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And apparently he wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for like a like some sort of special program they had put together just so they can fly him out there. Mm. Is what I was hearing. Yeah, cuz it's part of this like uh oh yeah, here we go. So so he won Evo Japan. He's been gaining attention, and FGC rallied around him because of a project called E Fight Pass. So they helped him get a, a visa to travel to the U.S. to compete for Evo. That's and awesome. And so if, it, if yeah. it wasn't for this program called E Fight Flight E Fight Pass, uh, they wouldn't have been able to get him out there. So I'm trying to remember who started that program, but there's some there's some. Uh, it, it's cool that this kind of thing is out there. Oh. Sherry, do you remember Sherry Genix? Or uh, no. she used to play Street Fighter Two. So yeah, she helped put this together. That's cool. So yeah, um, uh, yeah. So, like, the the stories surrounding this dude seems real. We don't have time, and I don't know the full details to go into it here. But like, it's it's real uplifting. And an FGC that had, a, uh, sorry, an Evo that had a bunch of kind of controversy around the wings of it, having this story and being part of Tekken, like it's. Tekken's always mm-hmm. been the weird unifier in my mind, where like it's not mm. one country's great. Like weird shit happens in Tekken all the goddamn time, as best I can tell. The fact you have this unknown kid come out of uh, was it Pakistan? Yeah, Pakistan. yeah, and just wreck is just real cool in my book. But I want yeah, out of I Evo. agree. Yeah, I agree. So, like he's shout out not to unknown, him. but at first first main stage Evo performance kind of thing. Yeah, Japan exists, but not Evo. Yeah. Yeah. Evo Japan. So some of the big names obviously didn't make it through uh, this year. Again, Ma- little super Majin, excited who about was a, that. Yeah, little Majin, who was like the big U.S. contender who played King last year, who like everyone rallied against. Yeah. Ninth place this year. Like, it was a good Evo. Like, if, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, yeah. it was a good Evo. Um, Genjiro Showdown. Um, I'm sorry, Samurai Showdown. Genjiro Showdown? Because Genjiro is such a fucking top I, tier that all you saw for a good chunk of time. Dude, did you was see the creator Genjiro? of that game's reaction to the request for balance? <laughs> no. Balance <laughs> makes fighting games boring. 
Ah. <laughs> but but yeah, basically, if you look at the list of all the characters used, it's just Genjiro. Well, I'm looking at this uh, top five. And it's only one Genjiro. Uh, two Genjiro. Top five is there's a couple. Genjiro's. No, there's well, two. Top, no, it's not top five. No, three. Three out of the five are Genjiro's. RB was Genjiro. Uh, Reynold played ha- uh, Haomaru and Genjiro. And Infiltration, who took Shamari Showdown, played Genjiro. Maybe looking at a wrong list. The one I'm uh, seeing is a... the top three are Genjiro, Hamahura, and Tam Tam. Haomaru. Tam Yeah, Hamarar. Haomaru. Haomaru, yeah. Haomaru, Genjiro, and Tam Tam. Tam Tam being the only one off. And I think the only person who uses Tam Tam is fucking Justin Wong. Yep. So the rest of them are all Haomaru. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. And Gendra with the occasional Charlottes in like the mid tiers for like 9th and 17th and all that. So. Motherfucking Tam Tam. Yep. Uh, MK11. I know this is going to be a shocker, but Sonic Fox took MK11. Oh, I thought it was going to be yeah. Daigo. Mm-hmm. No. But, no. yep. See, Sonic Fox is the Nether Realm Studios champion. Like he's not just an MK11 champ, but this dude just fucking rocks NRS games. It's just what he's good at. Yeah. But he's also just super fucking talented for his age. And he's like a he's one of the older names now. Like he's been in the FGC for a couple years now. So he's he's up there. But still just destroyed. Um he actually did end up facing his longtime rival BC Dragon. Uh, in the finals, they've actually met up a few times, so it was interesting to see like this worked out for Evo and Sonic Fox won. Uh, so shout outs to him, and I believe he was. It was a full sweep. Like it was, yeah, because Sonic Fox I believe was in winners bracket and just swept it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and of course I just kind of love Sonic Fox. He's just full of joy and just wonderful. Yeah. So he he rocked it, and of course he was at Dragon Ball Fighter Z's finals, but he did not win. Uh, Goichi took it this time. Well, son, we have to take the second to um uh, go back to our first thing about Sonic Fox, which is his Twitter presence. Uh, after the uh, MK win, he got out there and proclaimed himself once again: "I am gay and the best MK11 player on the planet." Don't forget it. <laughs> And for Dragon Ball, he is gay and the second best Dragon Ball player on the planet. <laughs> Don't forget yeah. it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Goichi took it uh, with Bardock, Kid Goku, and Goku. And uh, second place, uh, of course, Sonic Fox with Bardock, Kid Buu, and Kid Goku. So a lot of Kid Gokus because he's pretty fun to, to play and all that. But yeah, like a lot of the names that you'd normally see like in the Marvel scene are up here and you know, mm. NY Chris G is in seventh. Uh, Apology Man in ninth. The Kill Sage ninth, which is interesting because the Kill Sage is consistently fucking a solid player. Like he's good. Dogura's thirteenth. Like I'm just going down the list and recognizing some of the names here. Yeah. Hook Gang God, one of the best Piccolos in the in the game. Period. Uh, is 17th. there really a best Piccolo? His Piccolo is fucking great to watch. Fair. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going down the rest of these names here. I mean, recognize a few here and there, but yeah. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, Undernight in Birth. Uh, Clear Lampo wins first place. Did over you watch the... the Undernight in Birth stuff? Nope. That game is fucking crazy. 
Yeah. I don't know what uh, that fighting sure. game is. I think it's a rhythm game, actually. Probably? I, I'm not sure. That's the most anime-ass anime fighter at Evo this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, shout-outs to Clear Lampo. Congratulations on your win there. And then, um, so Calibre 6, uh, Utoto with Valdo wins over Blue God, who played as well. Not as well, but like character's name is as well. A Z W L. So yeah, Soul Calibur Six. There, Blaze Blue cross tag battle. The other super anime uh, fighter. Yeah, uh, Shinku wins with Yang Ruby over Yame. Looks like so. Shout outs to the yeah. to Shinku for winning and taking it. Uh, looks like there's a few other games they had here. Like I'm just gonna go over really quick here. Guilty Gear. Yeah, that's still a uh, thing. XRD. Yeah, with Deb winning Marlon Pie in second. Oh, Marlon Pie is still around. That's cool. I love watching Marlon Pie cool. play. It's a shame he doesn't do Marvel stuff anymore. Um, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Yuta wins. They had Marvel vs. Capcom 3 as opposed to Marvel vs. Capcom. They Which have for hilarious. a while, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Joey D, that's a, that's a name that's been around for a while. Shoutouts to him. Uh, good for him. I appreciate that. Let's see. Shufer Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Uh, Nakamo Sagat wins over Reno MD. They did have a side melee tournament. Uh, yeah, th- we're, we're in the side tournament shit at this point. This is just not the televised yeah, this version. Is, this is getting pretty far yeah. to side tournament. But yeah, Hungrybox. Uh, I don't see any in, of the side in, tournaments. Worth. In the Super Street Fighter 2, I do recognize one name. It's a streamer that I, that I watch quite a bit who does mainly arcade streams. Lord BBH. And oh, okay. Coming in seventh. Hey, hey. In there, Super there Street was also a Marvel vs. Capcom tournament there. Uh, Infinite. Like, um, Infinite. Yep. Like, oh yeah, they did. Like there was a Pokemon no. one there and stuff like that too. I'm seeing what the Catherine results for if I can find them. Okay. There was a Mor- Sailor Moon S tournament. Of course there was. <laughs> this is Evo. This is Evo, dude. If it's got a fighting game, people will play it. This is true. Virtual Fighter, Pokemon. I miss when they would stream Pokin. That game is cinematic as shit. <laughs> There's a lot of extra games here. Oh, Windjammers! Yeah! Fuck yeah, Windjammers! That's really cool. That's a crazy yeah. game to play. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, I mean, like as far as the big, big, a uh, lot of upsets, which I like, MK was not really an upset because kind of known that Sonic Fox is going to be Yeah, that was the most foregone always... conclusion of who was going to yeah. win that shit. Yeah, I think that's uh that's consistently like that's probably the one that will never be a surprise, unfortunately, because <laughs> unless hey, someone comes out the someday, fucking someone will be better than Sonic Fox at uh, Mortal Kombat. For now, though, no one is, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, for now, Sonic Fox, uh, go ahead and keep uh handing out those L's to people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, since obviously one of the big things that we have with Evo other than uh, the tournaments is announcements. And which was interesting was, I know, I think we talked about it last week. Street Fighter ended up leaking. Yep. Well, Steam accidentally leaked out the new DLC pack for uh, Street Fighter. So they just went on ahead and announced it before Evo this year. And so obviously you have E-Honda, Poison, and Lucia as part of the cast now yep. for Street Fighter Five. Uh, we talked about that some, yeah. Yeah. Tekken um, did have a few real announcements and then a fake announcement, yeah. which we'll get into in a second. 
But um, I have to say one of my favorite announcements for Evo uh, was the announcement of a character named uh, Leroy. Let, let's was it run Leroy through Smith? all the characters first, though, because there are some cool characters in that. This is true. Uh, Zafina looks uh, cool. They've announced three additional characters after that. But yeah, holy shit, Leroy Smith. Yeah, Leroy Smith looks fucking awesome. It's uh, so Leroy Smith, I believe, is based off of um, he does wushu, I mean, yeah, right, yeah. So he he looks so fucking cool. Um, and so there's a lot of hype on him. I actually saw something really funny on Twitter. Uh, I'll have to find a link and show it to you guys. But somebody had said, you know what, Harada is invited to the cookout after making Leroy Smith, and he's like, what's cookout mean? And like he's not 100 percent sure on it. And so they explained to him kind of like the, 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 the play on like, hey, you know, if you get invited to the cookout, it means you've got like an invitation kind of like a, as a thing uh, for like having black representation and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. He's like, yeah, that sounds really fun. And he's just really wholesome, yeah. about it, which I thought was really cool. So, uh, but yeah, uh, really, Leroy Smith looks fucking great. Yep. I look forward to watching Sorry, it's two more out. characters, not... Um like i said initially my bad but if you've not yeah. seen the well, trailer for it, it's a fucking hype ass trailer too it is a yeah it is a great trailer now you might have thought three but it's actually two because there was kind of a gaffe that didn't yeah. really play well at evo this year so uh at one point during the announcement trailers and things that were going on with evo um they showed a scene of like solid snake talking on a on a codec screen saying mm, this is some good ass Tekken so yeah I uh yeah basically they had uh yeah Harada talking to Solid Snake on the thing yeah. or whatever and it was like mm, this is some good ass Tekken which is kind of like a running gag on people really enjoying Tekken so people got hyped thinking holy shit they got Solid Snake in Tekken 7 it turns out it was just a gag. Um, people got really upset about it because turns out, well, not just people, but specifically the voice of Solid Snake, David Hayter was actually pretty fucking upset about that uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, uh, they didn't consult David Hayter or Konami on doing that. And B, he didn't know because he that was actually his voice. It turns out I was following the, the, the update on this. Mm. But it turns out he actually did record that clip, but they didn't tell him it was going to be used for that. He thought he was doing a one-off just like as a little joke yeah. or for fun. But no, like, <laughs> yeah, he huh. was like, no, they did not. Like, that was not. Yeah, that, that's a little If I had known it was going to be for a company. Yeah, if I had known it was going to be promoted for some company, I wouldn't have fucking done it. He thought it was just doing it for someone for fun because he does that for fans. Yeah. So... He was pretty fucking pissed. Yeah, so actually, here, let me read the tweet that he put out. Um, yeah, I think he got the request on Cameo and didn't realize it was literally for Evo. Uh, somebody had tweeted, and he replied, exactly. I'm happy to record private cameos for anyone, but it is not okay to use my voice for the promotion of other properties. Thank you all in advance, DH. Hmm. And predictably, half the internet got why this is a problem. Half of it was like, I don't get it. He's just being a jerk. It's like, no, that's kind of his job. Yeah. So, and then of course, Evo had to come out and tweet yeah. 
and say, hey, just to clear things up, snake cameo video that we showed during the Tekken finals was our idea of a little joke. It was not intended to imply a character reveal and was done on our own without consulting Bandai Namco. So Bandai Cam Namco was not in on this. Um, and people, like a couple big names in the FC are like, yeah, no, that's not, not fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you don't <clears throat> consult people. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you don't even consult Bandai Namco, who fucking owns Tekken to do that. You don't consult Konami, who owns a franchise. Um, and he's the voice actor. So. Yep. Yep. And considering the level of, like, character uh, reach that Tekken has now, with, like, having fucking Noctis and Negan from Walking Dead, it wouldn't be a stretch to have Solid Snake in it. Except he's in Smash. Yeah. But you could be in multiple games. I don't know, actually. I'm not sure what the rules for that might be. But, yeah. So, <laughs> a little bit of drama on that one. Yeah. Um but yeah, um what I know they announced a new update to Under Night and Birth, I believe. Well, so you're missing the Soul Calibur officially is getting Cassandra. We've already talked about that on this podcast, but they That's shut off right. a trailer yeah. showing Cassandra. Cassandra is definitely Cassandra in this game. Yeah. So And they have uh, and oh. they have season two DLC coming, which they don't know what three of the four characters are, but one of them is uh, what's it from Sam from Sam's show? Um, oh Hamura. yeah, the the main Howmaru. Yeah. Howmaru, sorry. Howmaru is gonna be in. Yeah, he's gonna be in Soul Calibur yep. Six. So that's pretty fucking it, cool. So I saw that announcement. Initially, my reaction was, "Oh, just what that game needs another samurai." Pause. Actually, no. There's not a lot of samurai in that game. That game does need more samurai. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one. Ah, uh, depending which game you're talking about, up to three. Because mm -hmm. Yoshimitsu is technically a samurai. True, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, Cassandra's... I actually like Cassandra a lot. She, Me too. She was one of my favorites as well. She is Although better my, Sophia. Like, I, yeah, I like her... I like Rushdown style play, and her and Cassandra and Sophitia are super Rushdown characters. Especially At least the way Sandra. I play them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, we've got that going for Soul Calibur. We already talked about Street Fighter, and we talked about Tekken. Uh, Samurai Showdown, they announced their next wave of DLC Woo! characters, and it looks pretty cool. It looks like their, their schedule is that they get a new character every month for the next five months. That's so cool. From, yeah, so Rimu Riru, Riru, or Ruru, I fucked that up. Uh, she's coming Rimuru? out, I guess, yeah. Yeah, there you go. She's out in August. Uh, there's a free one in September. Uh, Shizumaro Hisame. Basara is October. Kazuki Kazama is November. And then Wanfu in December. So they've got you got a DLC character coming out for the rest of the year. Um, it's going to be a big or, roster by the end of the year. Yeah. Which is cool. Maybe they'll make more OP yeah. characters so it won't be Genjiro Showdown. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, characters that we all kind of saw coming. We talked about them last we week, got... even. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Janemba's here, and super, Gogeta. Yeah, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Gogeta. <laughs> Gogeta, as it's correctly called. Yeah, nothing of, uh, nothing showing off the other Broly that's supposed to pop up. That might just be a skin, but a full new character of that Broly would be cool. No, it's supposed to be a Broly from... From Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like a, a skin would make sense, but a whole new Broly would be cool. 
Yeah, I mean, considering all the fucking Gokus they have. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if they'll just like, here's another fucking Broly. That game needs more Goku, so. I'm just saying. Like, those untapped Gokus to put in that game. You can have, I think, two full teams of yep. unique Goku. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so it looks pretty cool. I, I, I look forward to seeing what kind of moveset or how they make the Broly look from Dragon Ball Super in this game. Because the Broly in Super is not as crazy yoked out. Like He's pretty yoked out. Yeah, but he's not this gargantuan. By the end, he is. Yeah. In the anime, he's tall, but like he's not like just this giant, towering. Like he looks a lot more lean. Yes, he is strong as fuck. In super, yeah. Yes. I'll have to go back and watch it, but he just he he seems smaller than the one that was in Dragon Ball Z stuff, but still just awesome. So. At least that's my opinion. Fair enough. Um, looks like Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle's getting a 2.0 update, so they're getting a big update coming out. Yeah. In near future, uh, they announced a new Undernight game. I think they announced uh, a new Guilty Gear also- game too, which just looks fucking amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Well, the Blaze Blue. Well, I want to go bet in that a little bit because the characters announced is a mix of it weird characters. I'll say that. From franchises I wouldn't expect. That game's been well, franchises you wouldn't expect since the jump. Yeah. So you've got a character coming in from Senron Kagra. Uh, that is uh, Yumi. Um, a, and two characters from a doujin title. Like a, you know, a fan-made title. Uh, called oh. called a, subtle, uh, a game called Subtle Style. And so it's, uh, it's going to have Akatsuki... And uh, and uh, Blizz Tank, which is just and a tank, are... FYI. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is just a. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of interesting. But yeah, um, and the fourth character is another uh, Ruby character, mm-hmm. uh, Neapolitan. But yeah, so but yeah, uh, but the two what was yeah the two characters from a from a Dojin title that. That's what kind of stuck out to me. So that's really interesting, I think. That was definitely not what people were expecting. But, anyways. Anime the video game just got more anime the video game. Yep. That's gotta say, it's not but, more, yeah. but yeah, no, it contains more anime now. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Contains 60-70% more anime. How many characters are they adding? Like six or seven more? So 60-70% more anime. <laughs> That game is a fucking huge uh, roster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you played it at all, Charlie? Because I know there's a I have. Persona. It's... Okay. You don't sound too excited about um, it. I really like the Persona 4 fighting game. Um, Ultimax, as it's called, or Ultimax Arena. I think they were real cool ideas for a fighting game, and I like the way the combat system works for it, and... They were designed to, um, what's the right word? Uh, they were set up in a way that if you, like, the, the game has a pretty good story mode to it. So if you were a Persona fan that's wanted to play the story, I wouldn't kind of call it Super Smash Bros. easy, but it was uh, kind of, this is one of the original um, auto combo games out there kind of thing that did it really well. I, mm-hmm. Ultimax, I, I would love Ultimax for five or new Ultimax games. I think they had a, a an unbelievably good fighting system. Um, 
Blaze Blue plays like Blaze Blue. It is a kind of burst anime fighter, if you know what that means. It's very combo and ADD intensive. It's it's not that like it. And, and, and the Persona characters for Blaze Blue play a little bit different. Like that uh, Blaze Blue Cross Belt is a lot of cool things where like people are. Characters feel different depending on what game they're from or from a franchise they're from appropriately. It's just not Ultimax, mm-hmm. so it's it's it, it it's a Blaze Blue game. I, I don't like Blaze Blue games because they're just kind of frenetic all over the place. Like I a lot of my complaints for the Marvel vs. Capcom franchise hold over to Blaze Blue where just it's lots of just screen noise all over the place and big attacks that take forever to play out and it's very easy to kind of get trapped in a corner and just beat on for extent. I, I, they are burst fighting games. Nothing wrong with those, they're just not my preferred styles. Like it's it's kind of like why I like uh, Mortal Kombat over uh, Injustice, because Injustice is more burst damage based. I where kind of Mortal Kombat has a flow to it. I yeah. I, they're fun. It's a great Blaze Blue game if you like Blaze Blue games. But if you like Blaze Blue if you don't like Blaze Blue games you're not going to like Blaze Blue Cross Battle because yeah, it's a Blaze it's, Blue game. It's not going to change your mind. Yeah, it's it is the best Blaze Blue game, but it's I I don't have the memory or the time or the skill with fighting games to dedicate in a way to get good at a Blaze Blue game that I would want to to play one. Like it's unlike lots of other fighting games, they've done a really good job of kind of carrying your progress from previous fighting games over. Not like progression wise, but like if you got real good at a character in a previous one. Chances are you're still gonna be real fucking good with that character three generations of the game from that point on. Like that system has remained fairly the same across all the games, which is cool. Like it's it's a good system if that's the game you're making, but as a result it leads to like some people being really fucking good at that game for really long times. Like I I want to say the guy that won Evo a couple years ago had been winning Evo for like the last five years or something like that or something ridiculous along or like it was coming in top three for like multiple years in a row with the same character across like different games I I could be totally making that up though too I, that's something I remember reading about at one point I yeah I'm not knocking Blaze Blue it's just not a fighting game I enjoy and for those who don't know what burst means it means you go from doing no damage to a shit ton of damage very quickly Yep. Very gauge heavy. Mm. Yeah. We done with Evo? Um, uh, well, no, there's one more. Oh. Well, a couple more, actually. But, oh, yeah. but Guilty Gear, so the new about Guilty already. Gear is announced, and yeah. what they've said about it is it's a complete reboot. Uh, the devs are saying it's a complete remake, reboot of the whole of the whole system. I mean, I guess expect big changes in the game mechanics, or at least major updates. Or so, just, uh, I, hey, we're repeating the franchise, you don't have to play the previous ones, know what the fuck the story of Guilty Gear is, because Guilty Gear's story is ridiculous at this point. Yeah. And the game that got me the most excited, uh, they officially announced King of Fighters 15. Woo! So, I'm looking forward to that one. I like the King of Fighters series. Bring and... back the Billion Man roster! Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's about time for them to run one of their, uh, well, they used to, every certain number of years, they'd have a dream match, dream match King of Fighters, which just brings 
lots of fighters from all the previous ones. Did they say so, if it's but... the 2D or the 3D style? Because I hope they go back to the 2D. No, they, they've only announced that they're working on it, mm. pretty much. But yeah, so I have no idea on that. But yeah, I guess I guess that's it about the announcements from Evo. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Wait. There's one more. King of Fighters 15 is officially for, up for development right now. Or officially under... Did we just talk about that? I literally just said that. Yeah. Did you? Oh. That's what I was, literally what I was talking about. <laughs> Pay attention, Alex. Um, my bad. I <laughs> Although I do want to ask you guys this one, um, pixels or the I just sorry. asked that too. Well, no, they haven't talked anything about it. But what are your opinions on it? Would you prefer them going back to the old style or using the new? Like, was it Unreal Three? I like two D. I I personally love two D. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind either one. I mean, I felt like the models that they created for the three D looked good. Yeah, I mean, they were they looked fine. Pretty solid. I, Whichever one makes that game easier on development at this point, I am hypothetically fine with. I found the Polygon version to be a little bland visually, I guess. Like, they didn't have some of the personality the previous ones have had. It, they kind of yeah. had, a, it had a dead kind of mannequin fighting mannequin feel to it, I guess, for me. But I, I don't know. I'm just happy to King of Fighters. Like, I... For me personally, the fact that we have a 3D King of Fighters and no new Virtua Fighters still, that will mm. always sting a little bit. But <laughs> as someone who fucking loves Virtua Fighter and will never see another Virtua Fighter ever again, that will always be a twist of the knife where it's like, oh, we're bringing this game into 3D. Why not just make Virtua Fighter? Okay. Sadness. Oh yeah, probably. They have the models. Everyone's using Unreal. They have the models. But see, Sam Sam Show did it right though, with their transition to 3D. Because Sam Show looks really fucking. Guilty Gear is 3D, and Guilty Gear looks fucking amazing. Yep. Guilty Gear still use. I think they're like a high. No, that's those are full use... 3D characters. Are they're just so, really well done? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's well it's, done. They're the basis of the system for like you know how Dragon Ball goes into like 3D shots occasionally. That's achieved mm -hmm. by they've locked the 2D characters into a the 3D characters into a 2D plane, but the levels around them are all 3D rendered. So when they want to do those specials, they just rotate the camera. Mm -hmm. oh. Guilty Gear was doing okay. that first, and it was just as cool as the Dragon Ball Fighter stuff is. The um, Guilty Gear supers that do like crazy like camera pans as part of them are just there's nothing like them in fighting games. Yeah. Like, it's part of why I'm so excited for the new one, because they just showed off, like, yo, we got better at these camera rotations. And I'm like, you were already so good at them, though! Yeah. Well, I look forward yeah. to it. I enjoy KOF. Um, it's a shame the new one didn't get as much hype as it did. I don't even think it got an evil I hit, think it a did. lot of people don't like The Last of the Fighters that much. Yeah, I think it got, like, one, and then it was gone. Yep. So, what more than Marvel Infinite? Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was at Evo this year, but yeah, not not very publicized because yeah. it's well, not it's not as popular. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Evo headline yeah. event, like main, yeah. main event. So yeah. I don't think it had. Did it have a main event once? Not this year, obviously. Okay. Not this year. Well, not yeah, not this year, but yeah. Okay. I think that's everything. Evo? Evo. 
Yep. I think so. All right. We got some uh, more traditional news, I guess, for you now, not Evo Talk. Uh, uh, Rockstar game testers are now considered full time employees at Rockstar. Uh, this is after several months of us talking about it and lots of other people talking about it, obviously. The one kind of suspect part of this is now that there's no game they're publicly working on. This has gone, this has happened. Like, there's only suspect because we now have no idea how many testers are actually working at Rockstar. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You have like four, it's way easier to have full time employees. But that's just my cynical yeah. brain talking. Um, I wonder if this has anything to do because this is what uh, Rockstar Lincoln, which is a British studio. This is the one that had a bunch of problems. Yeah, like this was uh, this was kind of yeah. the spear for a bunch of the Rockstar news. I wonder we if this. About. I wonder if this has anything to do with the idea that they just had a fucking expose about their tax. I am sure shit. that there's okay. a link. <laughs> yeah, maybe not a direct one, but someone going like, "Man, we could do some good press right now." Uh, let's make a big deal of the fact we have a bunch of uh, full-time employees now that are in this position that wasn't previously. Okay. I will say the one thing I'm reading here that I do enjoy them doing is they're experimenting with flex time, which I've always been a fan flex of. Flex time is something I wish I'd see in more right? industries, like the idea that so long as you hit your deadlines, you can work whenever you want, so long as you're available for like meetings and shit like that. Like My industry kind of experiments with flex time, and it's like you get your hours in, your stuff gets done. Doesn't necessarily not exactly the nine to yeah. five. So. I work six thirty to three. There you go. Yeah. That's way too fucking early for me. I, my dog wakes me up at five these days, so it's fine. Oh well, that makes sense. Yeah. Moving on from that though, Fig. Remember Fig? Mm, no. All right. <laughs> so if those uh, don't remember, fuck Fig sure. was. Fig is an alternative to Kickstarter or Indiegogo or any of those okay. other kind of crowdfunding sites, that the big difference was that rather than just giving them money for free things a la online shopping style, you were investing into the game. And when the game came Ooh. out, you in theory got a payout as part of it. Well, I'm sure there have been payouts for FIG prior to this one. I I'm not sure. Two of the more high-profile FIG projects, though, were Psychonauts 2 and Wasteland 3. Both of those have had the publishing rights purchased by Microsoft as a la the E3 press conference this year. And as a result, in kind of a cool twist for fig investors, the payouts have begun. And I must apologize for being wrong and or cynical on this one. It appears that people will actually be making more than the original estimated payouts for this based on the kind of publishing acquisition via Microsoft. Hmm. Yeah. We're not going to bore you with all the exact kind of uh, financial jargon um, for this one, but it's not clear. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what the future of Fig is at this point. Like, it never really took off in the way a lot of other stuff did, but also some major games came out of it, turns out. So, yeah. 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 Moving on from that. Uh, the ESA has gotten out there and stated that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, you know, the big three, are going to start disclosing the odds on loot boxes they sell through their stores and through some of their games. Um, yeah, they'll start requiring developers to to include that. This so. kind of comes on and on the heels of this announcement. We have the FTC, you know, the FTC, that American government institution, not anything involved in the video game industry typically, got out there and said that, yeah, every time you've assumed a streamer is probably lying to you about 
Uh, loot box odds. They're probably lying to you about loot box odds. I mean, I'm sure they have a way of knowing for sure because they've got that inside scoop and streamers would be totally I mean, I remember hearing about this one called CSGO Lotto, which told me about my odds on the chances of winning, and that, that was Well, so, and I, to take a step back, actually, to the CSGO Lotto bullshit era, like, it's... They never stated what the odds were. They just said stuff like, yeah, I'm winning good stuff all the time. Which may have been true, but also may have been the result of inflated numbers or tampering, because one of them fucking owned CSGO Lotto, but... <laughs> Two of them did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and so, yeah, they've, yeah, so the FTC, which is the uh, Federal Trade Commission, that's the U.S. US federal government, uh, yeah, they, they did a, uh, a bit of an investigation and yeah. essentially got a bunch of streamers to essentially testify, not really testify, but I guess just say that, yeah, these things are happening, this is actually a real thing, they will manipulate them and for the streamers so that the streamers will get more and so that's that's what's really interesting and so that they, they actually said that sometimes a publisher has said that we could do better odds on the packs that this person opens for promotional purposes and so essentially it will really mislead people because they'll see a streamer opening boxes and the rare stuff will pop up way more often than it should but it, because it's been manipulated by by the publisher for that streamer, yeah. so that's really sketch. That's that's pretty bad, actually. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty bad. But I'm not great. But I'm but I'm glad that a light got shown on it. Yeah. I mean, at least these things are coming out now. I can. I, I wouldn't. I think. I wonder reached, if that's linked to the big three doing the thing. I but. don't know. I think we've reached a point where. People finally understand just how much fucking money streamers are making, and someone's yeah. going, "Okay, but how are they making this much money?" It's like it's. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, like, there's some data out there that says like Ninja or someone has been involved in this at some point. But I don't fucking know. I'm not gonna try and slander the dude. It's never the biggest streamers that seem to get wrapped up in this shit. It's always kind of the successful middle tier ones that are looking, they're hungrier for money. I guess where it's like. You're still making enough money, but you're not making them big bucks just yet. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, it's like you're a giant spike in your revenue all of a sudden. Where the hell did that come from? Oh, I did some deals with someone. Okay. What I what did those deals involve? I'm not trying to shit talk anyone necessarily. I'm just saying, like, it's we've reached a point of public consciousness of what a streamer is to go, how the fuck are you making that much money? You should not be making for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Where is all this money coming from? Yep. I I still think the fact that you can tip via Twitch is gross. I get why they're doing that, but there's a mm -hmm. certain aspect of it where I'm like, okay, so you're already subscribed, you're paying money, and then you are literally throwing money at the screen for support, which I get. Like, I do the Kickstarter thing, but also you're not really getting anything out of it. Like, the smart streamers have that pop-up where it's like, yo, my name showed up in that stream where I'm like, yeah, I donated well, money. I mean, but it's more of the idea of giving money to a content creator. Yeah. Now, you know, you can argue whether or not, you know, certain streamers or if they're, you know, if they're, if they're really making good content, 
but they are they've they've invested in the content they're they're giving to people. Oh no, I'm getting more about like once you're subscribed, the idea of giving them more money on top of your subscription that that's always felt yeah. weird to me. But like I again, I don't give money to streamers that way, so I'm not one to talk. It's the people that I do occasionally, but it's only in like subscriptions and yeah. stuff. No, and that's what I'm getting at. The subscription thing totally makes sense. Patreon totally makes sense. Like, if you like someone, yep. support someone, it's the the tipping system specifically. And then on top of that, like, the bit system where it's like, okay, you already gave Twitch your money, which now I'm going to give some of that to the streamer by going, pshaw, pixels. Eh, I mean, it's an avenue. Honestly, yes. if people, you know, you don't have to, but some people do enjoy it. I would say go ahead. I don't have any yeah, I, any negative I, on yeah, it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. My in my personal view, it's just a little bit weird. It's kind of like the I'm not sure how much you guys pay attention to this, but there was a fantastic someone alerted the uh, someone alerted the FCC to essentially the existence of Patreon mm. and a bunch of people that have been doing like private Snapchats and shit like that got in a shit ton of trouble for mm. not reporting those earnings. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Well, yep. Got to be good. Technically, you're a contractor. Yep. <laughs> Lot your taxes yep. accordingly. Where to go from there? Um, let's keep it streamer bend, I guess. Uh, so this is probably the weirdest story we've covered in a while because there's a lot of wrong and not a lot of right on this one. But uh, if you've been on the internet and you're following gaming stuff and you're following. And Borderlands stuff specifically, you've probably already heard about this some, but let us enlighten you on some of the details a bit further. Uh, you may have heard that Take-Two essentially sent investigators to a YouTuber's house to file paperwork to tell them to take shit down. This was after, I think it was seven copyright strikes against the YouTube channel. Uh, it turned uh, Part of this investigation that happened into this whole ordeal revealed that like Take-Two has been monitoring this person for several months and it all kind of comes back to this was a small youtuber that suddenly had a lot of insider information about borderlands 3 some specific stuff that turned out to be very accurate like far accurater than it should have been possible at that point in time and take two and gearbox have gotten out there and alleged that this person used access to kind of private or hidden streams to Essentially, not maybe to hacks the wrong word, but acquire information that they should not have been have access to, and when it, and when contacted to not share this, chose to share it anyway, kind of thing. And again, like you're now going like, oh, but reporters do that all the time. Reporting is a little bit different. You're not making direct money; you get paid to do your job, and your paper runs the button, runs it. This was kind of falling into this guy had like private discords; you had to pay money to get into. Was revealing shit and stuff like that. I, it's it was very much kind of like secrets for sale attitude around it, mm. which is why the problem exists. Like if it had just been, hey, here it is on YouTube. Not a ton of legal precedent for Take Two and Gearbox at that point. Mm. But hey, I'm selling these secrets in a private Discord. That's a little bit more actionable. Yep. And while this guy may have never actually directly hacked a Gearbox or Take-Two kind of website or service or whatever to get it. There have been some talks where I have Twitch, I, not Twitch, uh, Gearbox has gotten in trouble lately by having some private streams of testing stuff go public before they were supposed to or whatever, and then people getting access to them. 
So it turns out there was a glitch. I think there still is, actually, that you can use to backdoor into private streams on older mobile versions of Twitch. Like they still work, and you can still get access, but a lot of the security measures that exist now don't work. Or the whole privacy mm. setting. And it's possible to kind of... Again, it's not necessarily hacking, but it is maliciously accessing something. Like, you are violating terms of service and stuff like that to get access to streams that you're not supposed to have access to. So it's nebulous at best. Yeah, this is a weird area. Le weird legal area. It's like... Yeah, it's... They're, they're having... They're having to do, and you kind of touched on that as sort of a, a roundabout way of, of, of going after him. Because him just leaking the news itself, that's not a crime in itself. But, yeah, accessing a stream, which may go against terms of service and things like that, that is the actionable part. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, apparently one of the things was it was a uh, a uh, a Twitch account that he just happened to find. Yeah, it, it, it'll yeah a username essentially that was in a video that was in a promotional video that that basically gave and several other accounts. And you know what? I'm gonna say Borderlands Three shouldn't have been testing their stuff on Twitch anyways. That's kind of weird for them well, to do. Well, they've got this whole weird yeah. Twitch-enabled like app thing that gives you in-game rewards for watching Borderlands shit on Twitch. It's real weird. Yeah. So the whole this whole saga is 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 complicated and odd. Uh, you know what? I profiting off of some of this stuff, I will say, is kind of shady. But like, if you're put shit on Twitch. And then people found it, and you're trying to take legal action on something you put in a public space in the first place. Mm -hmm. I think that's fucking right. Wrong. But the argument yeah. being, Personally. it wasn't in a public space; it was in a thing the public did not have access to unless you used an exploit to get to it. No, apparently, I mean that wasn't that wasn't the case with these Twitch streams. It's just usernames. I think later on it was, but yeah, he's just saying that it'll just. A bunch of Twitch accounts, and yeah, if it's if you have the username, you can just bring up that account, and so yeah, there's so yeah, so that's that's the part that's probably going to get in the way of them actually make taking any action on it, because obviously his defense lawyers will argue this was made publicly available. They didn't intend for it to be, but they put it on Twitch channels on on several Twitch channels and. That's publicly available. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's it's kind of weird that they're doing that in the first place. But yeah, the whole this whole saga is kind of weird and confusing. I'm sure it's not the last we've heard on this one. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got some epic news. Yeah. Let's talk about epic. Why not? Um. We've already talked about this, so this has been an ongoing thing, but they're either we have new rounds of or continuation of the class action lawsuit against Epic over the uh, hacked Fortnite accounts, uh, for those who don't know about what this was, that at kind of peak popularity or kind of leading up the peak popularity of Fortnite, the accounts were a little bit flimsy and people were having them hacked a lot. 
And yeah, well, it was a, it was because Epic also had a big breach yeah. of data, a massive breach of data. So that basically was collected by you know you know hackers or whatever. But yeah, there was a that's what it really was. And so yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, it was it falls on Epic if it was there. You know, they were supposed to be keeping this information secure, but it was breached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is probably going to go through. Yeah. We'll see what the wind up it winds up paying out and the reality is that they're making yeah. so much fucking money right now that it might be better for them to settle out of court. Yep. Yeah. So this is le- next thing less to do with Epic I'd more s- Epic this related. This is pretty to do with Epic, I think. So and Well, not Epic the company. Like Epic it's not store. Their fault. Yeah, but I mean... In the same way that exclusivity is Epic's fault in many people's brains, it is, but... Uh, so, uh, kind of the last big controversy of the week we're going to talk about now is the Ooblets controversy. This was technically already raging when we put our podcast up last um, last week, and I just chose not to include it because I wanted it to play out more because it seemed real dumb on all sides. So, yep, we're going to take a step back and tell you as factually as we can, what happened with Ooblets before we get into it, because I think kind of the where we wind up versus what actually happened is the important part of the story, and it's very important to know kind of what the actual story is where you get into kind of the hyperbole around it. So, Ooblets, a small game made by a uh, husband and wife team, I think they're based out of uh, somewhere in the UK, if I remember correctly, has been working on the game Ooblets. It's a cute kind of Animal Crossing meets Viva Pinata meets um, Pokemon game where you farm and you grow little monster creature things that then get in dance battles with each other. Sounds cute enough and cool enough in my book. That's I, I went from not knowing what the fuck this game was to potentially actually getting this game because it sounds cute as hell. Uh, sometime in the past, sometime in the last few weeks, um, Epic Games approached Ooblets and said, "Hey, we'd like to make a deal with you. We'll get you exclusively on our platform, and we will give you a guarantee that you will at least break even on sales when the game comes out, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Smart business move on the Ooblets group at that point. Like it's in, in indie game yeah. devs, the big fear is you don't make back the money you spent developing the game. Kind yeah. of. Like and this is like this is kind of a no-brainer to a certain. If someone made you this deal in indie devs, you'd probably take it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, indie devs. I mean, there's so many right now. The market is very saturated in a lot of ways, and to stand out in by any means, and to there again, being able to eat is nice. So yeah, I mean, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing sketchy about this deal. Yep. I mean, this is this is a pretty excellent deal. Yeah, it, I it, mean, it would be great if more indie devs could get this deal kind of thing. Yeah. So they then get out there and trying to get ahead of the Epic Game Store stuff, make this announcement, and that's when shit goes to shit. And so, kind of the events that I could we're gonna editorialize some for the sake of brevity and because it's kind of hard to keep track of exactly what happened. But uh, the Ooblets team, the husband and wife, got out there and kind of maybe were a tad snarky, sarcastic, uh, 
in their kind of reactions to the announcement. They did get out there and say, hey, we're going exclusive to Epic, etc., etc. Uh, and they had a small Discord going, and kind of, they've been interacting with fans really well. I Really well being kind of a subjective term. There's been a lot of fan interaction because the Patreon kind of approached the game and just kind of the general vibe of who they are, I guess, as developers. And that may be where things went wrong. Because over the weekend, their Discord and kind of emails and interactions exploded into an influx of people that were potential customers and avid consumers of video games just going after these people for the Epic Store thing. And I kind of made a point of using that phrase because they went, they, they have the Patreon, they have the pre-order numbers, they know how many people in theory care about this game. A lot more people care about this game than have purchased it. That's saying. Yep. Way yep. more. Way more than probably are ever going to purchase it. I yep. did. I think the game looks cute now. I didn't know about it previously, but yeah. I also wasn't involved in this. <laughs> but so, terrible weekend for the dev team. Like, as part of this, a variety of what appeared to be fairly heavily doctored kind of images of text have come out. Like, and, and part of this conversation, there's been some very valid complaints about the epic store race like a, and this is kind of a weird split decision because the where well, this one is handled is kind of shitty but the point raised is good uh, a, allegedly someone from malaysia contacted the dev team saying like hey i was gonna buy this game for my kid but the epic store doesn't support the malaysian currency kind of thing that sucks and i use the phrase shitty because the picture floating around of this then has a seven-hour time gap. Maybe it's five hours. A sizable time gap that shows kind of the initial inquiry, a response, and then more responses that are like, okay, either they took forever to get back or some shit got cut out because you're trying to make this look worse than it actually is. And that's been kind of just across the board for this story. Did either of you two follow this one at all or not really? Yeah, I mean, it's, it was, uh, it, they just, they came on with, like, uh, you know, of course, there were the usual death threats. Oh, yeah. Over game. Uh, and. I, 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 I do not enjoy the fact that we live in a situation where, like, my brain goes, death threats and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, racist I, and sexist. This was abuse. like this was, just, ga- uh, this was like a rephrase of gamer greats, great uh, gamer gates great, uh, greatest hits. Yep, yep, yeah. That's that's what it felt like. It's just totally stupid over something that's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I've said things about uh, you know the Epic versus Steam thing, and honestly, but I'm not that bothered by it to be honest, and definitely not that bothered by it to even complain to a developer or even say a word to a developer because. You know, for me, you know, unlike the Malaysian uh, customer that you mentioned, I mean, I, I can I can access Steam and Epic equally with it's, no problem. So that's the problem, too. It's not even clear the Malaysian customer that I mentioned is a real Malaysian customer. Like, yeah. so much bullshit went on in this. Like, the, the number of people... It's hard to are... tell what's been faked. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. And, yeah, there's just a subset of gamers that are just garbage. I mean, subset of people that are garbage, but... Now they get a stupidly loud voice because of the internet. I mean, the internet's just a tool, but yeah, they used it in a... They decided to use it to be assholes. And I chose to vote with my wallet. I bought the game. It looks cute as hell. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'll probably consider it. I kind of like, I kind of like the idea. I love it. the idea. It's Pokemon, but with dance battles. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it looks cool, and yeah, I just, it blows my mind. Why? How could you get so angry about that? So like, this... what? What is? Like, what? What? You know, how? How pathetic must your life be that a game not being on a having a different launcher than you a would like? A free launcher. A free launcher. You don't have to pay for either launcher. I mean, and they're both fine. It's not like the Epic launcher is like horribly broken and terrible but china money henry china money my racism needs a place in video games yeah just yeah absolutely ridiculous i mean i wish people were this upset about the bullshit with loot boxes yeah and the pay to win shit people were this upset about real problems about actual problems in the world that yeah, you know, people would get this angry about you know stuff that actually affects people's real lives. Sorry, like, I, this doesn't affect anybody's real life. No, it does. Them being well, epic no, it, it does. The two people making the game, their lives were oh, deeply yeah. impacted. But I mean, like, but yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't affect any customer's life. Like none of this would ever affect anything in your no, life. I, so why are you so angry about it? And this has been it my just, reaction to the Epic Store outrage all along. With certain- like, if you live in a country where you can't use your currency to pay the game, I'm real sorry about that. There are yeah. some ways to get around that that I'm sure you could figure out on your own. Like that that sucked. If 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 the if the Malaysian client, if the Malaysian purchaser was a hundred percent genuine in their kind of initial intent of like, hey, I can't buy this in my country of or in my country of home, I do feel bad for you. Yeah, we're also but a that's very a, specific that's instance. a normal. Yes, but yeah, that's a very specific instance and a. An actual, normal, understandable criticism. Yes. But the rest, but death threats and worse, I mean, uh, yeah, what? What are you even, anything? It's just uh, utterly ridiculous and awful. Makes me glad that maybe the internet wasn't a thing during some of the earlier console wars. Yep. Well, and this isn't even a console war, really. This is a launcher it's, war. This is a launcher war. And I mean, I've already expressed my thoughts on the whole launcher thing. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I just won't buy the game. There. End of the day. Done. Yeah. If I really, really like it, maybe. But to be honest with you, like, eh. I got better things yeah. to worry about. I'd be more fucking concerned about the whole thing with Epic's security problem and the fucking leaked account bullshit. That part I'd be more concerned about. I think about. that's been fixed, but yes. Yeah, no, it's been fixed, but yeah. That, that, that part oh, yes, there, there are several like, valid concerns to be had about Epic Store. There are several valid concerns to be had about the Steam Store. There are, separate, there, there are valid concerns about every digital platform you use. Like, yeah. Sony had that giant breach a couple years back. Oh, yeah, Sony's was a fucking train wreck. Hell, even now to this day, I don't have my credit card information saved yep, on the PayPal. fucking Sony. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah, that whole instance made me start yeah. using PayPal more than I ever did previously. Yeah, there's this other one I heard about, but I have I don't remember what it's called, but it lets you generate virtual credit card yes, numbers. Yes, that site is kind of sketch. A specific... Oh, is it now? I think about what it's doing, and think about how it's probably doing that. It's still storing your credit card. 
It's well, what I what, from the one I remember seeing, you could actually prepay it into a virtual yeah, card, and then it's that's still it. got your credit card information. It, then though, yeah, well, in, in a way, PayPal has. Yeah, but PayPal has wor- verbiage about guaranteeing your safety. Like they are a yes. more suable thing. Like check the terms of service on the fake credit card site. Like they are. They have the Venmo situation going on where it's like, yeah, people leave money in us all the time, and we don't tell you what we do with that money. In Venmo's case, it's investing it and then making money off of the money they're holding for you, but that's a separate topic. I use Venmo, and I just immediately move the money. Yeah, most people do, but also not everyone does. Like They have managed to successfully get people to buy into this whole Venmo wallet thing which is a thing you can do yeah i have not done that uh yeah i i don't have venmo yeah and a lot of people i know have it i'm just not interested in it i'm not going after venmo they offer a very successful service in a weirdly void of options kind of way of doing monetary transfers especially in this world with a billion bullshit bank accounts that won't talk to each other but yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, my my point just being that they like it's you by using Venmo, you have kind of signed away your rights to say how what they do with the money while they're holding it. And not everyone does the holding money in Venmo thing, but a lot of people do. Like if you leave Venmo money sitting in Venmo for more than a day, it gets used probably at least in some small way. And that's like anytime you pay money into a website. You are giving them money for nothing. Like that money has to get spent on something eventually. Like that's how PSN bucks or Z bucks or Blizzard gold or bitcoins technically work. You're assigning a digital numeric value, a value of financial currency that will get depleted over time. But a lot of them don't have a concept of guaranteeing that they'll kind of keep you safe. Like remember, pay- purchases through PayPal, if they get stolen and it's not your fault, PayPal will help you replace the thing that got stolen if you pay through them. Mm. Like It's kind of like the security, it's like identity theft via PayPal is something PayPal deals with the same way banks do. I yep. suspect the kind of fake credit card sites don't. Yeah. yeah. It's like the websites that do the um, fake uh, email addresses to sign up for shit. You have no idea what they're doing with those email addresses when you're not using Probably nothing bad, but also like, hey, they're doing stuff. But I digress significantly. That does it for news this week. Unless someone wants to talk more about the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, because yep. we got an email this week. Nice. A word. Yep. If you want to send us an email, ad- um, Alex, what email address would you send that to? Uh, you would send that to the official Wicked Awesome Cast. Gmail, which is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Henry? That is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Down in the show notes, spell as it sounds, except to raw, except to raw. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. It's a great email. We promise nothing but good things from emailing us. Like, we'll read it on the podcast. We think it's fun. This one's pretty fun. Hey, Wicked Awesome Cast. I'm not sure how close you've been following the fallout of certain recent events, but as part of this, I have learned of something called Porno Grind, which is apparently some type of music. Despite your podcast's best efforts, I 
do not really know anything about metal, and I'm too afraid to look up what Porno Grind is. Honestly, I'm not comfortable having any of you explain the concept either, but here we are, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> Porno It is grind? a subgenre of grindcore, which is a subgenre of metal. Like, it is yeah, like sexually explicit grindcore. Like, it, it is teenage hormones put into music. Like, it is <sighs> fucking songs yep. about, like, putting your dick in bagels and shit like that. It's real, not great stuff. It, it's so it's basically puberty on sheet music. Uh, yeah, except that grindcore doesn't have sheet music. It's just kind of scrawled on the side of um used uh, cirque saw blades and shit like that. Because that's how yep. grindcore be. Yeah, grindcore is a weird, is a crazy, crazy genre to begin with. Let's just say that. The farther down the so... metal tree you go, the kind of more split up genres get into increasingly specific things. Like, yeah. Grindcore in itself is already kind of specific and hard to describe. Uh, it's it's an is it technically an offshoot of black metal? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I. It's definitely an offshoot of metalcore, which is its own kind of nutty subgenre, which is like metal that takes itself way too fucking seriously, and then grindcore is like metal that takes itself way too fucking seriously, and like is angry about how seriously it takes itself. <laughs> so, like a puberty steel mill. <laughs> yeah! Huh. Okay. Now I know how to describe porno grind. Whatever. Uh, after a quick Googling to put grindcore in perspective, grindcore is an extreme fusion of heavy metal and hardcore punk that originated in the 1980s, drawing inspiration from abusive-sounding musical such as thrashcore or crust punk. Hardcore, punk, extreme metal, and industrial. Yeah, that's sounds about right. Oh, okay, so it's got elements of punk, like Good Charlotte. Yes, there's a lot of Good Charlotte in Grindcore. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can, I can get down with some Good Charlotte, some Avril Lavigne. Those are some there is good a ton right? of Avril Lavigne <laughs> in Grindcore. Good, but now now I can make the relation. Okay, cool. Sometimes it's a little heavy for my taste, but I'll I'll give it a go. Trying to think of a porno grinds version of Avril Lavigne songs would be. All I'm coming up with this like real horrified fucked up murders. Yeah, porno grind is what sex serial killers listen to. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm leaving it at this one. BTK uh, would have been real into porno grind. Not sure about Manson, but BTK definitely. Yeah. Those are free emails this week. Thank you for that one. That one was great. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about weird metal on this podcast again. Yeah. Yeah. Educating Alex. <laughs> <sighs> Anything you two want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, I'm hope if I'm hoping to get the PC build up, and if it Ooh. does, streaming will continue. Uh, but if I don't get around to it today, then it'll probably be next week. So yeah. Um if I do end up streaming. Uh, you'll see a couple wild content, maybe some Brawlhalla okay. again. I might pick up Overwatch again, considering this week they should release the roll queue, which I'm really looking forward to. So you don't have dumbasses stacking four DPS or five DPS and one healer, and then getting upset that somehow we can't win. Yeah, have you heard about that? The roll queue? No, but I suspect it's similar right now to what's going on in Gambit uh, in Destiny. 
Gambit's been opened up to all players, so we have an influx of players that have no idea how to fucking play Gambit, and it's real fun and real frustrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, roll queue is just when you queue up as a tank, you can only pick tank yeah. character. It won't you let you pick, queue up as a yeah. tank as a healer. Yeah, exactly. So I look forward to that because I heal. So having a dedicated team comp. Yeah, really fun. they were doing that when I was came back. I'm surprised they took that out. No, not roll queue. That has that's I thought, new. No, no that's a, new. That's definitely new. Are you sure? Because we were busy playing stuff. And I was playing on my death, and that whenever I tried to sign up for stuff, it was like, "Oh, you no, are one of Overwatch. these two things." Overwatch. Yeah, this is on Overwatch. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about WoW for a second there. My bad. Yeah, no, this is on Overwatch where you you pick a tank, you're you're in the tank. Yep. Roll. Like, that's it. Sorry. Yeah, I heard Blizzard and assumed. Wow. <laughs> my bad. My bad. That's cool. Yeah, it's weird. You need that in a fighting oh. in a FPS. No, you. Well, in yes, a you. I get then. why yes. you need it, but the idea that we're like, man, need two more healers for um, team comp for uh, Overwatch. That's a that's a strange sentence. Destiny has that Everyone bullshit going on right now too, a little bit. Everyone wants the DPS. Yeah, we have the issue right now. We're like. Warlocks are a little bit broken in Destiny. They're very powerful, and I think you kind of need them for raiding. All right, your Warlock Master race. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> get, get ready to play a lot of ri- get ready to put down a lot of rifts and never use your super for off uh, offense. Just FYI. Uh, know your role, Warlock. That's fine. I play support yeah. already. You can get that gun that heals people. <laughs> yeah, there you that go. Exists in Destiny. That's called Lumina. You shoot your teammates and it heals them. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so we had a... I was looking up the numbers recently because I do that from time to time. And we recently had a big influx of subscribers and listeners. I'd like to say thank you to that. And we haven't done this in a long time. But if you enjoy this podcast and you made it this far into the podcast, uh, if you have friends or family members or enemies you think would enjoy this podcast, please share this podcast with them. It's always fun to grow and... The more we grow, the more stuff we can do, and maybe we can do some more weird stuff in the future. But yeah, I think that does it for this. Yes, I think no? so. Are we all good to go? Cue the medal. <laughs>